smuggling a philodendron houseplant. <laughs> smuggling? <laughs> no, it's supposed to take that across the international borders, oh, right? Okay. Driving up through Canada. <laughs> well, I had a lot more than a philodendron. <laughs> Speak Easy Studios. Speak and be heard. Welcome to the studio at 1201 where we are bringing you interesting conversations with entrepreneurs, creatives, leaders, and world changers to impact and inspire. Let's connect. So make sure to subscribe, rate, and review with all the stars. And most importantly, remember you belong here. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jeanette, your hostess with the mostest. And I am here with the studio at 1201, powered by Speakeasy Studios. Oh, yeah. And we are here with another Conversations with... I am here joined by my lovely radiant co-host, Kelly. Lovely and radiant. That's right. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Hey. I'm just lavishing the praise. <laughs> you doing good? I'm great. It's it was a good, a good day. weekend and yeah. it's a good day. Good. Yes. And we have a good conversation. Uh, who are we joined by, Kel? Well, today we are joined by Becky Diamond. Yes. And I can't wait for you to learn more about her. As we just said, Becky Diamond is a gem. Not just because of her last name. Uh, so how are you doing, Becky? I'm doing really well. <laughs> I started out with a halo, but I guess that's gone. <laughs> We're playing around with some lighting and things, as you'll see in the uh, videos to come. Stay tuned. That's right. We're all about improvement here at yes, Studio Yes, we Total are. One. Ever, ever moving up. Yeah. Finding common ground mm-hmm. to go to some higher ground. Hey. Uh, so we uh, have, uh, Becky is an incredible special guest doing some really powerful things here in Palm Beach County. Uh, can you give us a little, just a little snippet, snapshot of, of what your life looks like? Um, I, I uh, run a nonprofit called uh, Lighthouse PVC and I'm working with gals coming out of sex trafficking. Mm. And so got to have a whole constellation of efforts, you know, in, in terms of reaching that. those constellation. constellation of That's efforts. a word picture right there. Yeah, That's is. beautiful. Well, we try to do um, we're, we're doing street outreach. We do something called pop up at the laundromat, and so brilliant. We're doing it two places now. Last week we started our second location, and we have signs up in the posters in the area yeah. uh, that say, "If you are a woman living a life you never wanted to live in a place you never wanted to be, mm. we'll do your laundry for you." Um, you know, three thirty to five. And there's one location on Tuesdays, yeah. another one on Wednesdays. How simple, yet so profound. Yeah. yeah. Have you, have you seen a lot of traction with that? It's been amazing. It's oh. like my two favorite days of the week now. Oh. Um, we take a, a pop-up tent. We take a shade tent. Yeah. Because it's still South Florida. It we, is. Yeah. <laughs> we take chairs and we take refreshments and toiletries. I always take cut flowers because mm. I want them to know that they're worth the extra effort. Oh. Um, we take... Um, quarters and detergent and we're just there to make friends we're just yeah. there to wow show love you know and dignity right yes. Dignity is the oh. opposite of shame my and goodness so that whole yes. idea of taking food to them caring about them a lot of times i have uh uh clothing that i take as well yeah. and shoes because those things are remarkably hard to come by on the street yeah. and it's just a conversation, and the whole idea is when they go, Oof, "This is this is not working for me anymore." Mm. They have a face and a phone number. I can get them into detox that day. Wow! And to rehab, and then I can help them navigate what comes next. Because 
most of the women that land on the street doing that, it's not all women. We work with uh, men as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a story. Nobody, Everybody's got one. Right. Yeah. Nobody says when they're eight years old, I know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> right? There's, yeah. there's a story that landed yeah. in there. And so we're, we're there just to make friends, just to hang out and love them. So that's a you know, very practical on the street. But then we also, there's very few ways in this industry to address supply and demand. Yes. And so we run John School. Mm-hmm. So if you're arrested for a misdemeanor, if it's a felony count, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. Although those are the people that really need it. But yeah. that's another conversation. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. Right? Um, but we have separate classes for buyers, typically men but not always, and sellers, typically women, but not always, mm-hmm. where we address, um, is, both classes start with STI teaching, where they yeah. have the, you know, the photos that make you go, <gasps> you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. that shock you into, <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. maybe I should about change, yeah. <laughs> right? And then for the, for the buyers, I have a survivor, a trafficking survivor that shares um, facts versus myths about mm-hmm. prostitution and I'm we present together so she'll kind of share her story and I'll kind of bring the mental health aspects in right. land people there um, and then for the sellers I also have several survivors that will you know take turns sharing their stories a PowerPoint it's uh, called the lies I believed that kept me there Ooh. because there's a reason very few are very few uh, sellers are constrained physically yeah. It's usually some type of trauma bonding, absolutely. Some type of family of origin trauma that yeah. you know frames that as a a reasonable, you know, yeah, thing to do, right? Yeah. yeah. And then for both groups, for both uh, the buyers and the sellers, we have uh, what would be a a a group therapy session in the afternoons that can be two to three hours. Yeah. And so for the the guys, I bring a guy down from Orlando that's brilliant. Mm. He's just amazing. And he, he, he starts with a video of a woman being uh, gorilla pimped where the, she's taken, forced into it. Yeah. Mm. And, of course, the men are going, wow, that's not right. And their whole, you know, protective. It comes you know, yeah. coming out. Yeah, yeah. And, and so all of a sudden they're seeing it from the other side, yeah. right? And he talks about being objectified and can bring that to where they can all see where they have been objectified for their, you know, their skills, whatever they do for, you know, sports or, or employment or whatever. And, um, wow. Yeah. And for the women, this is my favorite part. Mm. Um, I'm there usually with another therapist and a couple survivors and I have a chair and I have a slinky dress (laughs) and shoes and, uh, uh, a necklace beats, yeah. and I'm going. How'd she get there? Mm. What's her story? And for both the buyers and the sellers, by the end of the day, they do a survey because I want to know if I can improve the course. Sure. And we've never had anyone. You know, I really am looking for improvements, but yeah. they've all said, "Oh my goodness, I'm so glad I came," which was wow. not their attitude when they came in early. <laughs> I'm sure, right? Mm-hmm. And they they talk about how it's changed their their ideas about yeah. you know about uh, commercial sex, about addictions. Very often, it's driven by addictions in the buyers, mm-hmm. and so we have all kinds of material and resources that we can make available to them. We've had men come up 
pretty consistently in tears afterwards going, I'm so sorry, I just never knew. Oh, wow. One man comes up in tears going, how do I protect my 13-year-old daughter? Oh, wow, yeah. And I've had several women that said, okay, I'm out. So what do I need to do? Where do I need to go? Yeah. How cool is that? That's that's incredible. a payday. Talk about payday. Yeah, that's amazing. And so that's, you know, that's, uh, like I said, addressing both supply and demand. Because as long as there's demand, there's going to be supply, mm-hmm. right? And so when we when we can address the mental health issues and the, the understanding, educate, no shame, you know, it is what it is. You know, we all we all stumble, we all make mistakes. But when I can when I can address that, it like gives people a higher, a bigger perspective. It's like you know, seeing it from the mountaintop instead Absolutely. of the valley. Yeah, yeah. And just backing up just a little bit. Uh, you, you've mentioned a lot about trauma, about mental health, and that sort of thing. So tell us a little bit about how you can speak into that. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I A few years ago, I was reading a book. It's called Making the Most of Your Story. Mm. And it has you go back and identify the things that you think, couldn't we just throw that in a closet and lock it and chuck the key. Right. Can't we That'd just so nice. can, can we just dump that? Right? Denial is great. I right. do it at my house all the time. <laughs> and so it made me go back and look at things that I maybe was not all that keen on looking at. But mm. I, as I did it, I'm going, oh, my goodness. My dad died when I was five. Mm. Um, heart attack. Right. And that was back in the day where. They said there's nothing we can do. He couldn't tolerate heparin was the only medication yeah. they had. And and so then my, my mom goes into depression. Mm. So really kind of lost mom and dad in the same day. And very traumatizing, yeah. you know, experience. You know, I can, you know, a certain experience went down where I went, oh, my goodness, you know, I'm on my own. Yeah. And um, my next oldest sister pretty much raised me until... My mom pulled out of depression, but by the time she pulled out of depression, I'd already straight armed her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and then because of that wound, I ended up going into homosexuality. That's like mm. classic where a girl does not connect with her mom. Yep. Right. It took one bad hair day mm. for my mom. Right. Mm. A five year old, your job as a kid is to make sense of life. Mm. Right. Brush your teeth. Only the ones you want to keep. <laughs> Don't bother with the rest, you know, tie your shoes, don't run with your shoes untied, right? So that's, yeah. right? So I'm trying to make sense of life, and I made some wrong assumptions because I'm five, yeah. right? Yeah. And so then I go into homosexuality and, you know, come out in high school in the 70s. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Maybe not one of my smarter <laughs> moves. <laughs> that was really intense. Oh, um, sure. And then drugs and alcohol and then rape and all this insanity. And then God mugs me when I'm 20. <laughs> that's that's a new one. Seriously, God mugs me. <laughs> seriously mugged me. I was on a drug trip and he sends this repeating nightmare of hell all night. Mm. Scared me spitless. I bet. Right? Yeah. And at the same time, I have uh, this a former lover in Alaska who is now saved, mm. fasting and praying for me. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And so she'd already said, why don't you come up in the summer? And I'm going, yeah. But I knew that she had come to faith, you know. And I'm going, yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> Another straight arm. <laughs> uh, but she didn't see that straight arm. It was. <laughs> and so after that nightmare, I'm calling mm. her going, ah. Uh, is that offer still good? <laughs> right. 
And she says, sure. So I end up going up with her sister, who is this goody two-shoes, just graduated from college with her nursing degree, and she was smuggling a philodendron houseplant. <laughs> smuggling? <laughs> no, I was supposed to take that across the international borders, oh, right? Okay. Driving up through Canada. Well, I had a lot more than a philodendron. <laughs> <laughs> that was the least of y'all's worries. Huh? <laughs> I, I get up there. There's a church service. Some guy preaches on the priesthood of God. Everything goes over my head except the altar call. Oh, wow. Right? So then I get married. I, I, I go to a Bible college for a couple of years, drop out of university, go to a Bible college for a couple of years, go back to school, uh, get my degree in biology. I was a biology teacher. Nice. Um, get married to uh, a guy that really didn't deal with a lot of his issues. Yeah. So whew, long, really difficult marriage, struggled with suicidality, struggled with all kinds of stuff, raising kids. Anyway, so back to that book. I'm looking at it, and it makes you go back and look at what did I gain, right? Earned authority. Mm. They don't sell it at Walmart. I already <laughs> looked, right? The only way you get earned authority is to go through it, go through it yeah. and process it, which is exactly what this book was making me do, in terms of, okay, what did I gain from that experience yeah. that I couldn't have gotten anywhere else? Mm -hmm. And I realized, oh, my, I am really good at what I do now, mm. because I know about abandonment and neglect. I know about sexual sin and shame mm -hmm. and social pariah status, yeah. right? I know about rape and abuse, mental, emotional, spiritual abuse. I know about gaslighting. Oh, I, <laughs> You've been I, through it yeah. all, it sounds but like. But what's wow. beautiful about that is it flips every awful thing on its head and it makes use of it. Nothing is wasted right. if you can glean as much lesson as possible. Right. And you know that, you know, that passage that every quotes so glibly, you know, kind of make all things work together for good. Do you feel like punching somebody? Right? Like, <laughs> it's not good right would, now. Would, would you come a little closer? <laughs> you know, right? I didn't hear you. <laughs> but, oh my goodness, that's exactly what yeah. God does if we'll let him. Yeah. And my other favorite verse is he comforts us in our affliction so that we may comfort those in any type of affliction. So it's, again, taking what we've gone through, like what you're doing right now is your that whole list of things you've gone through. You've now, again, turned it on its head to impact other women, even in your story in the beginning of wanting to be there for these these men and women wanting to have a presence so that when they need that phone call, they have a face, they have a name. Just like your friend yeah. who became saved was the yeah. phone call and the face that you needed when right. you were faced with a nightmare, literally yeah. a nightmare. Right. Wow. What a full circle. That's right. incredible. And, and these girls can't say to you, because you don't look like you've been through all that, honestly. Mm. But these girls, I was just saying, <laughs> and your beautiful white sweater, kind of like pearls. The blue halo's not there anymore, you know. But, but they, they can't say, well, you don't know. And mm. you're like, no, I do. This is what God can do. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you've got, have you gotten a few of those? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's just, you know, that's, yeah. that, that's what you, that's what you keep going for, yeah. you know, knowing. And it's, uh, you know, it, so the pop-up, we've been doing the, the first one we started about a year and a half ago, a little over a year and a half. And there's one gal that's come. And since we started 
she was when we first started she was homeless and addicted mm. and she uh, was able to get a job guys doing flips and so she'll she knows how to paint she knows how to mm. you know do yard work you know all that kind of stuff and so now she's got a place to live and she's been clean for over a year now she mm. got clean about two months after we started and so at the end of, you know, when we were packing up and getting ready to go, all the girls that come are usually helping us pack up. And so she comes over for a hug and she goes, you know, you saved my life. Mm. Wow. And I'm like, oh, God, I love what I do. <laughs> this is what I was made to do. This was, yeah, God created incredible. me to do this. This is not work. This yeah. is, this is living out of my identity. This is yes. doing exactly you know, what I was designed and to do. And this is happening right here in Palm Beach County, which right. a lot of people don't even realize the depth yeah. of hurt and horror right. that is happening. Right. Could you tell us a little bit about you? And I touched on something the other day when we were talking about an idea you had that, that kind of has brought a lot of these organizations together in Palm Beach County right. that you just were like, oh, well, maybe we could do this and how it's turned into an amazing mm. thing. If you can just yeah. talk a little bit about that. I uh, ended up <clears throat> going through a divorce in 2018 and I'm like ready to clock out. I got grandkids in Ohio. I'm gone. And God says, not so fast. Mm. And I reminded him, my, my objective really. <laughs> as, as if he didn't know. <laughs> I reminded him. That my, my bigger objective is to reopen a safe house. I ran a yes. safe house program, a restoration program for women for about four years, I guess, five years. And uh, I said, you, you realize I don't have the money to do that. Just saying, right? <laughs> In terms of resources, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, with crickets. <laughs> I'm going... I was talking to you. Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and so I'm going, okay, so I'm looking at the trees. Let me figure out how to look at the forest. And I, you know, kind of take a step back going, okay, if my work is not done, I really felt like that's what he said. Your work isn't done here. Um, what resources do I have that I haven't identified yet? Mm -hmm. Right? Raw materials that maybe I can't take it to the bank, but it's still a value. Yeah. Right? Yes. And I realized, oh, I have been doing this since 2000. 11 and I have a really great reputation in this community mm -hmm. actually it was 2020 it was the very early part of 2020 yeah um and I thought I have social capital I get referrals from all over I have you know any any number of agencies send people to me I I just everybody knows that I'm not going to take the money and go to Tahiti right that I'll use it for what it was, you know, assigned to do. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, what if I created, I, I, I thought to write a white paper that was the framework for bringing all of the different stakeholders in mm -hmm. Palm Beach County together. Because when you're working with a survivor, you know, they have, they have, obviously, they, they come out of the life usually with nothing but the clothes on their back. Right. They do, usually don't have family. Or if they do have family, family was part of the problem, not yep. part of the solution. Yeah. Right? Um, they don't have a place to live. They don't have a job. They don't have, very often, they don't have their identity paper because the mm. trafficker takes that right Took away because he doesn't want them to be able to go get a job at Target or whatever. Yeah. Right? Um, 
And so I, I called this friend of mine. I said, I have this really stupid idea. I need you to talk me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and she blew it. But, you know, <laughs> but, but uh, additionally, there's, there's this man called, his name is George uh, Vadia. And he had kind of started the ball rolling in the Broward, Miami, Dade, um, Palm Beach several years before, which I didn't realize till just the other day. Mm. And so this was really piggybacking on what he started. And we ended up with what we call sharing one love Palm Beach County. And Mm. it's, we just had a meeting last week and there was, I think 20 something different uh, agencies represented all, you know, and, and, you know, one group works, one gal does traffic, uh, uh, real estate agents against trafficking. Mm -hmm. And so they use their access to look at, homes and buildings to go wait a minute right something's mm-hmm. not right here wait, the locks are on the wrong side of that door right <laughs> kind of thing to wow. to catholic charities uh uh no, i'm blinking now catholic charities rescue upstream sharing one love was george vadia's idea uh you know brainchild um community of hope mm-hmm. lighthouse pbc and salvation army those were the the core yeah but we have we, you know, we had people coming from the sheriff's department yeah. from, with the grant there. Victim services uh, were there. Another group that's providing housing for women in distress, you know, like, you know, with other women that that's are. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. That's a and lot. And so all of these, all of these, you know, Help Me Amy, Love Hub. There's all these different groups that are. Love up, Hub. I like that. Well, Love <laughs> Hub works with people coming out of prison when they got nothing. Oh, Right. Mm. Okay. We'll and have to talk more about that later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so there's all these yeah. different groups that are, you know, coming together synergistically to meet the needs of, of the survivors that we're working with. Wow. And it's just been like, That's okay. So impactful. How cool is that, God? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do you ever worry about safety and what that looks like? <laughs> you know, uh, where we meet the first place where we started meeting at the pop-up, we had police that tried to wave us off. You know, it's pretty, it's dangerous. And, yeah. and we're actually on the corner of a of a fire station. There's this little green area. And we had, <laughs> the first times we met, one of the fire people came out and they go, um, what are you doing? <laughs> also, Do you why? know where you are? <laughs> did, did you know somebody was murdered here Saturday oh, night? Gosh. You know, and you're going to be by, gone by dark, right? <laughs> Yeah. Right? Yes, definitely. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay, God, yeah. whew, this was your idea. So this is not my problem. This is your problem. Yeah. <laughs> if there's anything you want me to do about your problem, just let me know. It's a great you perspective. Know? Love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That way I can sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, when we ran the safe house, I carried. Yeah. We had traffickers looking for I believe their that. women. And yes. we had one that came pretty close. Ugh. And so I... I, you know, and if I'm going to carry, I'm going to be proficient. So I went shooting mm-hmm. every week. You know, yeah. I need to, I need to be good at what I do if I'm going to do this. But yeah. I thought if I tell somebody this is a safe house, it will be over my dead body yeah. that they, yeah, get hauled out of there. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I feel like this conversation <laughs> needs to be an hour. This yeah, is, this is amazing. Wild. So Becky, um, we 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 want to know two things one we're gonna do a takeaway yeah and then after probably chat about that a little bit and then we want to know how people can serve alongside you support you uh and and everything 
that Lighthouse PBC is trying to accomplish. So if you can look in your camera, this is right, right <laughs> okay. back here. Um, you're not speaking to us now. You're going to speak right. directly to the listener. And any encouragement or insight or wisdom, um, we, the, every person on the spectrum may be listening from someone who's never heard of any of this problem to someone who maybe last night uh, bought, right? Or yeah. someone who's trapped in it. Um, so anything that comes to mind, just talk to them for a moment directly. You know, people turn away from stuff that seems so dark and heavy that they feel powerless. And the bottom line is that we're not powerless. That's a lie. And most cases are cracked when someone sees something that doesn't look right. Um, a few weeks ago, there was a there was a hotel and somebody, something about a stolen purse, and the clerk went to check on this room, and he sees... A uh, middle-aged man, two young girls, and condoms on the bed. Mm. That does not look right, right? And so he calls the police, and, and the case is cracked. And so I'm encouraging people just to be alert. And also, you're not powerless. I thought I was powerless when I said, ah, I don't have the money to do this. And I had to look at it from a different perspective and saw that I did have resources that I could capitalize on. And so wherever you think you're powerless, you have to go, mm, wrong answer, and back up and look again because you're not. And there is hope. For this kind of a situation, I have worked with a number of women who are rocking life at this point. They just needed somebody to invest in them. People invested in me. I lost count of how many mentors I had over the years. And that is an opportunity for every one of us to invest in someone else you know, maybe someone coming out of trafficking, maybe maybe a, a, a kid that, you know, mom works full time and, and dad isn't in the picture. Whatever it looks like, take the time to invest in other people. That's what gives life meaning. Incredible. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So I know people listening, especially after that, are going to feel yeah. inspired to do something, right? Yeah. So how, what are the best avenues for people to connect with you, your organization, or really anything that you you want to share with the people of how to plug in? So um, we're always looking for volunteers. It takes a special kind of person to go to a pop-up. Yes. And that's not as common as I had anticipated. Mm. Um, but, like, I'm working with a gal now. She's been clean for 100 days. She's, like, wildly motivated and she doesn't have her GED, and she's terrified mm. about the math. Tutor, mentor, mm -hmm. right? I'm always looking for mentors. I'm looking for somebody who will take a gal out to get her nails done, mm. just for coffee. Doesn't have to break the bank, just to invest in someone else, like people did for me. Um, you can find us on uh, our website, which is lighthousepbc.org. Mm -hmm. um, there's all kinds of ways to volunteer we're going to do a fundraiser in january for an nft sale we're also doing a one percent campaign statistically one percent of the women that get involved in trafficking get out mm. and so we're asking people to give one percent you pick the one percent it might be one percent of what you spend at common ground coffee every <laughs> month. it might be one percent of what you yeah. what you spend at the movies i don't care one percent because if everybody who lives here made their living here contributed 20 bucks a month if i had a thousand people doing twenty bucks a month. We would have this safe house up 
and rolling because mm. that's really the critical piece. When they come out, they got nothing. And they often need to be essentially reparented. The adaptive living skills that I have, I got from my mom. You do your homework, you pay your bills, right? That was just how life rolled in my household mm-hmm. growing up. It's not because I was really smart mm. or, or you know, perceptive. It was modeled. Mm. And so very often that's what it takes is long-term modeling, time to work on trauma that undermines adaptive living. Yeah. And so the safe house is really a critical piece because there's nothing really specifically for human trafficking survivors in Palm Beach County. Right. That's a shame. We it is. We yeah, have at it least, is. Yeah. We estimate we have at least 2,000 people being commercially sexually exploited looking at oh the hard data that we can identify from yeah. escort services, uh, erotic massage parlors, strip clubs. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, hey, big donors, if you're listening right now and this is on your yeah. heart, lighthousepbc.org and just lavish a little bit, maybe a little bit more than 1%. Yeah. You know, who knows? You could be. Your 1% can yes. make a huge Your difference. Your 1% could make a difference. And the, the great thing is like something you touched on earlier was um, that you get a lot of referrals because they know you're not going to go to Tahiti with their money. <laughs> and so when it's a passion in you and it's part of what um, motivates you and dri- I hate to say drives you, but you know what I mean, mm-hmm. um, that that's you, you're not looking get rich quick of schemes, course yeah anything kind of you want you want a place you want to create a place where these women can can be healed can belong yes they belong there you yes. belong here yes that's our motto it's, it's really kind of fun because every couple of months i get all the survivors that i'm working with at that time together for a breakfast oh, and amazing. it is just amazing oh, it's neat. just you know i don't even i don't even have words it's just so cool to watch them engage in that place of safety, yeah, that place where they each know you get me, you yeah. understand, yeah. yeah, you relate, you know, yeah. and they're on the journey together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a conversation I think that maybe we could have you back on again, yeah, um, maybe okay. in 2024 to hear any updates and any more Definitely. encouraging stories, get yeah. more more people plugged in because this is something I'm personally passionate about, uh, and I yeah. know. This is a way to really impact and improve Palm Beach County to get these these women help. Yeah, amazing. Thank you, Becky. Yes. Thank Appreciate you. you. Yeah, Do you have anything else to add, Kel? No, I'm. I don't think <sighs> I could say anything else. <laughs> I'm so fu- I feel so motivated and encouraged, and uh, and it's a Monday. It is. It's a great day to be. We're motivated. recording on a Monday. Yes. Yeah. And encouragement <laughs> to you all out there listening. Find your passion, like Becky has found hers, uh, and see what can happen. Who knows? The sky's the limit. Don't be holding back. Step into something. Don't be scared of it. And thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. Yes. And please stay tuned for more. Go back and listen. And if you haven't subscribed yet, why? Why, why not? Go ahead and subscribe to listen to all the so things. So many good conversations I know. we've had. Mm-hmm. This is Studio 1201, powered by Speakeasy Studios. Jeanette, your hostess with the mostest. And Kelly. And I, Kelly. I got to come up with a thing. What we'll am you, I? We'll get you a tagline. <laughs> La Capitaine. Oh, that's right. Captain of this ship. <laughs> we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and join us for the next episode.